right. Well, here we are on the podcast. Finally, uh, we've been. It's kind of been a work in, in progress here. It's been going on for a while. It has been going on for a while. Yeah. Uh, I'm Simon. I'm Jake. And uh, this podcast is called A Bit of Everything, and it's it's just kind of a for now a pet project, but uh, I mean we'll see where it goes. Um, we're what? gonna be well, we're supposed to be talking about ride sharing in British Columbia here as soon as Jake can find his notes. Real talk here, Simon. Can we break it down? Sure. I know we've just started. But can we break it down for a second? Sure. What's up? I don't. I don't think I have my notes. You know. Well, okay, we can wing it. Whatever. It's fine. We will educate the people and wing it as we go. So hang on, Simon. Let's bring it back again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you you talked about this podcast. You said you wanted to do it as a pet project. You said you wanted to talk about a bit of everything. But what is the podcast about, Simon? Well, I mean, as as we did just mention, it's about ride sharing. I mean, maybe a bit about us. Like you and I, you know, we're both we're both law students. Yes. As, and I mean, for the poor sods that are going to be listening to this, hopefully they find it entertaining. I'm okay. entertained already, so. Uh, I'm not. We'll get me there, though, and hopefully we can get you, the listener, there, too. So I, I think really about what it's going to be is is literally like a bit of everything. So I guess the intention with this is, you know, you and I are kind of geeky, so I'm sure there'll be the occasional episode on like D&D or board games or something. How dare you? Well, sorry. We will. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a, I don't want to say car fanatic, but I like talking about cars, so maybe there'll be something there about that. So... And, and, you know, we're talking about ride sharing today and, and law related stuff. So I don't know. I don't, does that kind of give, you think it'll give the, the people uh, an idea for what's going on here? Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, as we go along, we'll probably develop a little bit more. We'll get a better idea about what we want to be talking about. But for now, I mean, for me, interested in politics, the law, society, a uh-huh. bunch mm-hmm. of other kind of things, a whole mixed bag. So. It's just going to be, it's just going to be fun time. You know, it's going to be. Uh, I don't want to say a diary. That's weird. But you know what? Diaries okay are okay now. All right, whatever. It's twenty. Are, it's twenty twenty. It's twenty twenty. People keep diaries. That's it's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's what people are doing these days, I guess. Yeah. This is not a diary. This is a podcast. This is a pot. You're right. And it's the a bit of everything podcast with Simon and Jake. With, with Simon and Jake. All right. So I guess I guess we'll get started here. I mean, I don't. You still haven't found your notes, but hopefully. You say that, Simon, but I have half a page of highlighted it's words here. Literally, literally, those highlighted words are the same thing you sent to me to research for this podcast. So, You're welcome. Thanks. Okay, well, whatever. So I guess kind of the premise of this is um, for those of you who maybe aren't Canadian or not from BC, um, BC didn't have ride sharing until like like a week ago. No, it's it's been a fairly new thing and it's been a thing that I think a lot of people have been pretty excited for. I think so. Um, I think it's definitely long overdue. I mean, for, for a long time there, well, up until just a week ago, um, Vancouver in particular was the biggest city in North America without ride sharing. So what did you do? What did we do before that? Oh, probably had to walk or something. I don't know. Transit. Yeah. I mean, I took a lot of transit Yeah, living in Vancouver. but Yeah, you've got some options. But especially not just for Vancouver, but for the rest of BC, there wasn't really a way to get around aside from taxis. And I'm really sorry, BC Transit, if anyone there working there is listening to this Oof. step up your game <laughs> the the rural communities of bc need your help they're hurting although i don't think they've got bc transit victoria that's not rural yeah it's still bc transit though, it's still so bc transit not great we'll get to you later bc transit we'll do a whole <laughs> episode on you you're under fire we should that'd be fun funny maybe uh so yeah i guess so before now you were at the whims of of the taxi companies the taxi lobby big taxi big taxi and and actually speaking about big taxi 
did you know, Jake, that? Well, okay. Well, so in the last few years, the tax lobby has donated what I found looked like tens of thousands, but probably by now over a hundred grand. To what, Simon? Well, okay, to the BC <laughs> government. That's how lobbies work. I'm sorry. I should have. Should have. <laughs> Not for me. I don't know. Maybe they're lining a particular. Uh, I don't know. Some passerby's pockets to stop. You know, he just punches every Uber guy that walks by. I don't know. I don't know how they're suppressing Uber. Or this they were. Not the mafia, Jake. <laughs> you know what, Simon? You know what? The big taxi might disagree with you there. Uh, you're probably not wrong. Um, and believe it or not, so this this archaic taxi lobby, not the archaic taxi lobby, but the ta- taxi industry in general, it's been on for a very long time. I'll have you know. And uh, in fact, it's been pretty much the same since the 1930s. You're telling me the taxi lobby isn't current? It's not contemporary of the now? No. Well, not the taxi lobby, but like the taxi industry. Those whole reg- the regulations around the taxi industry have been more or less fairly... I mean, obviously the prices have changed, but like... The structure of it has been basically the same since the 30s. Okay. I did not actually know that. I figured that they would have done some kind of changing. I mean, you would think so, but no. they Because, I mean, why why change? Well, because there's some kind of competition coming in, Simon. Would, would that be Uber? Would that, it might be Uber. Maybe Lyft or other ride-sharing. But it sounds like, and from what I know, the taxi companies have not opted to change and instead have been holding pretty firm and fast in the face of these new ride-sharing companies. Yeah. They have been, and uh, there's been a lot of... Well, since they were given the green light by the provincial government, they've been uh, just challenging, you know, going to court, trying to file injunctions and stuff. Every single one has been struck down. So, so far. far. So far, so Simon. Far. Well, actually, one came out today. So Uber got an injunction against the city of Surrey today. And, and for those of you listening, today is February 7th, 2020. Okay. An historic date. An, an historic date. Yes, so why did why did... They have to go and get an injunction against the city of Surrey because what I know is when BC passed the legislation, they said you can apply to us to BC and we will give you a license. And then at that point, are you not good to go? Well, so since ride sharing, well, I, I think there's still a bit of discussion around ride sharing, but I, at the end of the day, it's a business. So they have order, to apply for a business license. That's correct. They have to apply for a business license, and so there was a, a bit of a. I don't want to say unanticipated challenge, but definitely a challenge in terms of like, well, there's 13 municipalities in Metro Vancouver. So every single one of them had to, well, thought that they were going to be doling out their own thing. And then recently TransLink, which is the public uh, transit authority, has, um, well, I I guess they they agreed. So all of the mayors in the lower mainland, even Surrey's mayor, who is a big even Surrey's mayor. Even Surrey's mayor. Crazy. Uh, but even he agreed to the the regional business license so that there wasn't going to be this crazy bureaucracy of the bajillion, well, 13 different business licenses. Right. So instead, they were looking at a centralized way of regulating these ride-sharing companies in Metro Van. Yeah, and... which, which is, I mean, how they should have done it. They should have just planned for that. But it's Vancouver, so. Nothing simple. Nothing simple. Everyone's got to have their say. Um, and yeah, so that was that was good. And so that was seemed to be like, I don't know. The all, way ahead looked clear. It at looked one clear. Point. Um, but un- then. until that happened, though, Surrey was handing out, I think it was like $500 fines to people. They, they, they were being sneaky. So they would have like bylaw officers would, would hail an Uber in Surrey. And when the driver came to pick him up, bam, 
here you go, $5 fine. You know, Simon, I'm not actually a lawyer yet, but that sounds yeah. a lot like entrapment. It does. It, yeah, well, it's basically what it was. That's what they, they tried to say, and the, the, the Uber drivers were unfortunately the victims here. And, and yeah, they were like, it's a trap. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sure that's going to be the first of many poorly, poorly made Star Wars references. Oh, definitely. but this is what you're in for if you listen to this podcast. You found yourself bored, so bored that you're listening to us. So, okay, so that is hopefully a thing of the past, though, with this new ruling that came down. No yep. more slapping these $500 fines on Uber drivers in Surrey. That is correct. And so that will set the precedent, presumably that uh, other municipalities also can't do that. I mean, to be fair, there were a bunch of municipalities. I think North Vancouver was one of them that were, you know, they, they didn't really care. They're like, yeah, sure. You, we're not going to make you get a, get a business license. Like, just just be Uber. Just just drive people, please. Um, Surrey, obviously, was not one of them. And uh, yeah, so anyway, so the case came down today and it the, the judge said, I don't know, I, I didn't read too much into it. Basically, the judge was like, no, sir, you can't do that anymore. Um, and sorry, actually, they had to pay costs, of course, because they lost. Mm. But Well, it's interesting because from my understanding, when you look at what was passed in B.C., they basically gave carte blanche to these companies to essentially apply for regions. And then once they had that regional approval to go for it. And so I think what Surrey is doing, a single municipality blocking these companies from operating by unfairly denying them a business license was not kosher and it seems like that has been proven by this new uh this new judgment that came down sounds like uh an admin law problem sounds like an admin law problem i I still don't know what's going on in admin law professor major if you ever listen to this please do please do um but if you've made it this far know that we are trying our best (laughs) and uh you know this is a uh applicable scenario where we could apply that so you know if you if you're looking for some real life examples there professor major (laughs) this is it right here so we've been pretty pro uber pro lyft at least you and i talking about this because we're rotten millennials well that's it we're spoiled (laughs) we're entitled whatever but but let's let's be real here the introduction of this new industry into the metro van area and potentially later into other areas in BC, doesn't come without its drawbacks. I mean, there are the taxi drivers who have families to take care of. um, And there's also the people who may be concerned about more congestion if you've got an extra fleet of, I think it was anticipated about 2,000 ride-sharing vehicles going around in the metro van area. So what do you, I mean... We're, I think there's a lot of benefits from it, but what do you think about some of these drawbacks? Are they? Is it worth it? Should BC be going forward with this? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think I think BC, I mean, it's about time, to be honest. I mean, Uber's been around since 2009. Um, that being said, like you said, of course, there are drawbacks. You know, uh, cities like San Francisco and LA are seeing um, huge spikes in the amount of traffic that's going around, mm-hmm. um, a lot more congestion, a lot more air pollution, you know, all that kind of stuff. So if, if you put that in the context of Vancouver and BC, you know, being the, the hippies we are all about, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the environment does cross my mind, you know, once every four to five seconds. That's, I think the BC lifestyle. It, it, I agree. It's, uh, I agree. You know, it, whether or not it's in a positive way is different, but it is something that we need as a, I don't know, as Canadians try to be conscientious of, at least on the, of course, the, the larger level. Of course. And, and, you know, I, I think it's, it's kind of intuitive, you know, the, the more, cars you're going to have on the road the, the higher the higher rate of accidents you're going to have um you know there's been a couple of stories in the news of people getting hit by ubers i mean whether it's an uber or a regular car i don't 
think that really makes a difference. I mean, right. It's whether you've got, you know, yellow paint from a taxi on your <laughs> pants as a result of being hit or just whatever color your Uber yeah, driver whatever. Yeah, driving. exactly. <laughs> you know, your, your Toyota Prius's color. I don't think they have a specific color. No, they don't. I, I know see that. My parents blue, have a Prius. Though. What do you think? I of, see a of lot. what color Priuses should be? Yeah, no, I see a lot in blue and red. If, if yeah. you're getting hit by a Prius... My parents have a red Prius. It adds at least 10 horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> it is objectively the faster color. Yeah, no... It's interesting to think, I don't know, it's interesting to think about whether or not this is going to be overall a net positive or whether it's going to bring more issues than it's solving. I, I'm personally optimistic that we are going to be zipping around a lot faster for a lot cheaper, mm-hmm. um, you know, but I don't have any taxi drivers in my immediate nuclear family. No, that, me neither. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, again, it's like anything, right? There's going to be drawbacks. There's going to be benefits but i I think i think overall um and i think this is part of the reason why bc decided to introduce the regulation and to not just kind of have uber and lyft and whatever other ride sharing companies are out there just kind of have free reign over the market and just flood the place with whatever i mean that being said the regulations right now like there's no limit on how many ride shares right now right no max fleet size exactly but there's nothing to say that that couldn't couldn't come down the pipe now like the foundation is there you know if, if they need to amend it it's 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 Minimal work compared yeah. to, you know, the the f- regulatory and, and legislative framework they have in there now. No, that's fair. I mean, that is one of the things that I did want to talk about was fleet size going forward. Because one of the things that the taxi company was crying unfair about was that they are very strictly regulated. Mm-hmm. And it looks like the regulations that are coming in for Uber, for Lyft, all of that, it's a lot looser. And they are saying, you know, why why is there now this disparity between how much control you have on us versus how you know how loose the government seems to be taking their approach with ride sharing right and so i guess there's well i mean there's basically two two solutions immediately that i can think of anyways for that and it's either um be harder on ride sharing or go easier on cabs maybe the cabs need a break maybe they do if it hasn't if the cab industry hasn't been shaken up since 1912 simon well 30s whatever the 19th Far, far too long. A <laughs> hundred years ago. Four score and 20 years ago, <laughs> someone took a cab and nothing has changed since then. No, that's true. Well, yeah. Okay, fine. Nothing, Give me this one. Nothing ever has changed. You're right. So what does that, I mean, but what does that look like? Because a lot of the problems that I can conceptualize with cab companies having to try and compete would have to be massively undercutting what they can charge, you know, yeah. which might go yeah. to the bottom line of, you know... Of, of how they run if they're still viable as a business yeah well, no, that's, that's totally true and so I, I don't know i mean like on, on one hand like the I, I don't think there's a requirement for ubers to be accessible for example right so mm. um you know there's a lot of cab cabs because they're required to have it is like wheelchair lifts and stuff for taxis to kind of address the accessibility issue are you suggesting that cabs are now a niche market within the driving <laughs> area because I, you, I you know what they, they should charge a premium for that <laughs> <laughs> they should charge more. Problem solved. I don't think only. you need to be telling them to do that, Simon. I don't <laughs> think many people want to hear that. Um, I don't know. Had a thought and I lost it. Well, that's not helpful. <laughs> we can edit this out. That's how. That, that's, that's actually true. how it works. We if, if I mean, we could probably won't though, because whatever. Yo, don't make them. Don't 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 put don't, the people through this. Don't. <laughs> don't put the people through this. Um. Okay. So so actually, we do want to just like break for a second what else do we want to, well we don't, we don't have, we don't have to actually break but if we want to break 
not in the first place. I guess we, I guess we haven't really talked too much about that. Okay, yeah. So let's let's talk about that. Why did BC take so long to come on board with this when Montreal has had ride sharing for I think half of a decade? Because we're not French. Mais Simon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So so if you can't if but if you could hail in French, you know, then I mean they could have had they could have ride sharing years ago. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. No, I, I think the reason for it, again, is like, like we talked about a little bit at the beginning was that that big taxi lobby, you know, like the, the taxi companies pushed quite hard. I mean, to be to be fair, I mean, I don't want to say like that sort of thing would be unwarranted. I mean, if, if my livelihood was on the line, I'd, I'd be pushing back, too. Um, but I think that, that was a big part of it was was the the. I don't know, I, I guess the time it, it took the government to to a figure out like what the correct course of action to do was so mm. fortunately i guess for the bc government is they had a lot of case studies so you know they've got lots of examples in well everywhere else in the <laughs> world <say> montreal <laughs> for see, example uh to to see kind of how ride sharing worked or didn't work and what the benefits and drawbacks and the challenges were with that um i mean they still couldn't figure out the municipal business license thing but that's a side point um, but so, it seemed to be working, you know. It didn't seem like the taxi industries were collapsing in the major cities. No. They do serve different purposes. And there is a little bit of a talk I've heard about regulating exactly where they can go. Like whether or not ride sharing is going to be allowed to go to the Vancouver airport. Right. And pick people up. So, you know, maybe there is this niche that's not just wheelchair accessible cars. <laughs> that, that the airport, airport, go. airport, airports and wheelchairs. It's a personal airport that's shuttle. <laughs> Well, but only if you have a wheelchair. But only if you have a wheelchair. You need to earn that ride. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't we're know go, about we're that. We're going to jail. Don't call the, me. The, don't quote <laughs> me on that. I guess they can quote us on that. This is a this is a recording. That's true. They literally could quote us on it. Oh well. Um. But yeah. So so I I think it just took so long is because the BC government was I think a little bit scared of of messing it up. Um. And you know, and it's a political thing, right? So you know, the, because the government stepped in to regulate it, like. If, if they did the wrong thing, then they get voted out of office. And what, what government wants that? Do you think the liberals lost power because they didn't bring in Uber Super? Uber Super. Uber Super. <laughs> nice. That is a new word. Uh, <laughs> because they didn't bring Uber in sooner. Um, right? It could have. This could have turned the tide. It could have. I really doubt it. But <laughs> I, I think it was part of it. I mean, the, the NDP, when they when they came in, they're like, we're going to bring in ride sharing. We're they the best. They did say that. And they did and say they, they would do it quick. And they delivered. And they, well, they delivered, but it took a while. It, yeah, I wouldn't say it was quick. There were some hang-ups. Yeah, it took them. How long have they been in power now? Two years? It took them a while. It took, yeah, it took, it them, took a while. them a while. And even when they started it, when they said, you know, this is now high on our mandate, you know, it, you know, I think it was an extra six months mm -hmm. or so, just to get people driving. Just yeah, to get people just driving to get silent. them Ubers on the road. But not if you have a wheelchair. But not if you have a wheelchair. Hmm. Well, um, so I, I, I suspect that was the reason. It was just, it was a political thing. Politics takes a long time. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, also, to be fair, government has been traditionally slow with adopting any kind of new technology and as much as ride sharing is driving people around which is something that's been around since you know the carriage with horses uh -huh. the actual app and the way that people work and people are networked through it is something new and something that i guess it's fair to allow for more time to properly analyze and regulate yeah do i think they had ample time yes oh yeah yeah i mean it they could have for sure done it faster but you know at the same time Better safe than sorry 
there are reports of Uber drivers not being paid you know, the minimum wage in certain provinces and certain mm -hmm. areas. And so I guess if the province wanted to make sure that these concerns were addressed prior to implementing any kind of ride sharing, mm -hmm. is that an excuse? I don't know. I don't think so. But I, I think... Let people get their hustle. <laughs> make people work for it. Yeah. No, I think an another issue too that came up, um, I think it was the BC labor something or other, the labor people, they were all up in arms because they were... Um, arguing that that the uber and and lyft drivers aren't going to be covered by employment standards because they're not uh, quote-unquote employees mm, they what are they then drivers for hire is there a victorian term we can refer to them as <clears throat> coach drivers i was i was actually just going to say that yeah. yeah um i think the legal term is independent contractor i only allow myself to be driven by independent contractors me too for a note that's right if they have benefits no good don't want it yeah <laughs> insurance could, don't want that they could either. get in an accident and walk away fine i don't want that i want them to be scared for their lives when they're driving me <laughs> increases the accountability on those drivers it really right? does no it really does <laughs> no and and i i think i i bet that could be a challenge for the courts one day i don't think there's anything currently going on no i think at this point probably Uber's been given a good paid. finger shaking you better be paying these people the minimum wage in bc yeah and i think you know in uh, accordance with that, the BC regulations have actually set out minimum pricing for mm -hmm. rides. Mm -hmm. I think it's fairly low. It's nothing to get up and on. It is. About. It's, it's about actually, it's about half the price of taxis. Yeah. But I think that is along that same line of thinking is we want to make sure that Uber isn't ripping off these people, mm -hmm. you know, and which is good for well, the people. And it's good <laughs> for us because we can get Uber. Mm -hmm. But not so good for big taxi. Not so good for big taxi. Well, it is actually, it does have its benefits when you think about it. It means that they can't, you know, they can't undercut taxi rates by so much. That's true. If they have a minimum. Just 50%. Just 50%. Just 50%. <laughs> and we're, we're not trying to put them out of business, they say. They say. But it's true, though. I mean, and, and that's the minimum, mm -hmm. right? So they can go up and... Often do. Often do. Good depending old surge on the pricing. time of day. Right? Mm. Exactly. Surge pricing, right? Mm. So if it's a busier time of day... They'll have slightly higher rates or, you know, much higher rates if it's 1 a.m. on a Friday night and yep. everyone wants to get home from the club. That's true. Except for us because we don't do that. I don't club. I'm too old for that. <laughs> 20, how old am I? 20, well, no, I guess we're the same at 26. You were 26, Simon. That's too old. Everything hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Ski weekend was a rough weekend it for us. Really, we walked away. Really was. We, we didn't walk away, actually. We, we hobbled away hobbled from away. that. Into the nearest, uh, into the nearest neighbor's the nearest hospital. hospital. Thank goodness for public health care, am I right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. BC, thank you again for delivering. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, we we had more to talk about in terms of, like, there was a lot of court battles and stuff, but those have literally in the last couple of days been resolved. So this is what happens when you postpone a podcast. Everything you wanted to talk about goes away. It's just we can't done. speculate anymore. It's just it's done. We can only done tell deal. you. The people. What the people. What happened? Exactly. We can inform you. We're like a court reporter, but but not good. More interesting? Maybe. I hope so. Less accurate, more interesting. <laughs> that's how that's the best. I feel like if we get are going to get a logo going for this podcast, it could be less accurate, more interesting. Well, we should add that as the tagline. I don't know if we want to tell people that before they've actually signed on though. That's true. Okay, we'll do it later. Like episode fifty. <laughs> that's that's gonna be like years from now at the rate we're when they're already deeply invested in our personal lives and the stories that we have to tell bam 
Nothing, gotcha. you, nothing that you've heard here is accurate, <laughs> but at least you were having a good time. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we could talk about ride sharing in the rest of the province. I don't think it, it's a thing. Outside of Metro Van, I think some of the ride sharing companies, not all of them, have gotten approval for some of the tourist areas around Whistler. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So it is expanding beyond the Metro Van area, although I don't know how quickly their prospects look like for the rest of BC. Remember I was talking about rural BC? We could use it. <laughs> Literally the rest of BC except for Vancouver. Honestly. I mean, I grew up in the wee little town of Vernon, and the bus would come every two hours to my house. Two hours. You could go downtown, wow. and then you'd have to wait or rush through everything you were doing. You were just stranded downtown. You were just stranded downtown. No freedom. Or it's a Section 7 house. violation. You know what? It might actually be... Restricts the liberty of the person. The liberty of my person to go shopping <laughs> as a teenager before I could drive. Wow. I think we have a case. That's a car that's a charter case. Let's get that Joe Arby guy back in here. <laughs> we Simon and I were both uh listening to Joe Arby. He was a well renowned and inspirational constitutional uh lawyer. He was gracious enough to come talk at our conf uh the school's conference yesterday. Not we, our we conference. must have paid him. I'm sure we paid him something. He was gracious enough to come out to Kamloops. That's true. Okay, he did make the choice. But he said he was going to anyways. Maybe he just said that. No, he, no. He, he, said, he said he was coming out here in the summer to go fly fishing. And he made an exception to come here in the winter. Even though it was snowing and gross. Yes. Poor guy. Yeah. But super fantastic. Very interesting guy. Um. All right. So we, we talked about how we don't have things to talk about because things have been wrapping themselves up on their own. Look at mm -hmm. the judicial system and administrative system. Know, right? Go, look at Who that. said it doesn't work? A lot of people have said it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, you're right. But in this case, it's worked and it's worked fairly it's efficiently. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, very quack. Very, very quack. <laughs> very, I was going to say very fast and quickly and it came out as quack. Quack. Fast as a duck. Fast as the duck. Quack, quack. Uh, within a week, I think those decisions were rendered. Of them being filed. Incredible. They must have paid the judges a lot of money to like bump it to the top. I don't think that's a thing. But I, I think it was just so blatantly obvious that Surrey didn't stand a chance blocking these business licenses for no reason other than the fact to protect its cab industry. I think that looks not so great. Yeah. You're right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. This is crazy. It's been crazy. I don't know. The taxi industry is... I think in my non-legal, I can't give a legal opinion. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. What about your own opinion? My own opinion would say that I don't think they've got really two legs to stand on. I think they're going to crash and burn in terms of the legal procedure. Well, they already have twice. Um, I Actually, I don't know if there is another challenge to it. I think the ones that went through, I don't, I don't know. know. I, don't I think, so on the individual ones on a municipal basis, I'm not sure if there are any more of those coming up right now. It doesn't look like it. I don't think because they're not expanding into a lot of other areas yet. So if the municipalities have had their go, that might be it. I did see that there was a challenge. I think the judi uh, judicial review of the process as a whole. Oh, that's right. There so, is that one. So that is going to be ongoing. We're going to see how that happens. And we're going to see whether or not the government followed due process. Speaking of which, I, I don't know if judges are allowed to do this, but the judge who rendered her his or her decision, their decision today mm. on the um, injunction that Uber got on the city of Surrey. Actually, I think it might have been the one yesterday where um, the judge basically affirmed that, that, that Uber and Lyft can operate. Um, she did speculate, actually, in her judgment and said, 
learn her reasons. She's like, the administrative review is going to take a while. Doesn't look good for him. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I, whether or not she was allowed to do that. I don't see well, why she not. did. She that's, did. That's it. opener. So, you know, that's just it's, it's opener. It's not what I'm. It's not what I'm saying. It's just it's tangential. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Has no uh, no no weight. Won't be given any weight. No, there you go. But it is informative for people like us who are interested in what's going to happen with the business, and people like you who are listening who got roped into listening. Yeah. Thanks, friends. Thanks. Anyway, this has been a little bit of everything. No, no, a bit of everything. This has been this has been a bit of everything. With, that's right. With Simon and Jake. Thanks for listening. Thanks. See you in the next one.